Hi, and welcome to another edition of Mystery School. My name is Jacob Cox, and our topic tonight is the Taurus. I definitely think this is an amazing topic. Probably doesn't get as much um, news time or talk about anywhere that you find online or anything. Uh, I definitely think it is an amazing um, mathematical equation topic uh, and something that we can dive into a lot deeper than what's on the surface and really get into it. So that's my intention tonight is to really ask a bunch of great questions and hoping that people who are watching here live on Ascension Works television can, you know, spark a conversation about something that really could honestly change our lives forever. The Taurus is something I believe has been used for, for as long as the universe has been here. And I'll talk more about that later. But um, for us to have free energy and the things that we need and to have, um, you know, really a civilization that's interstellar to go beyond oil, coal, and gasoline and those things and combustion and to go into, you know, being able to travel the universe, have free energy on this planet, uh, clean energy on this planet and um, do that sustainably. So let's go ahead and jump into it. I'm going to share my screen with you guys. You guys can ask all your questions as we're going. I won't be able to answer them as we go, but I will definitely answer them at the end and we will definitely have a, a great discussion on this hopefully later. There it is. All right. The Taurus looks like a giant donut. And it's kind of cool that this incredible technology looks like a donut, but it really does. Um, you know, it's it's this ring, a circle, three-dimensional circle, um, and, you know, it has its own equation. There's literally a mathematical equation, uh, SA equals four pi squared, a capital R over lower R, R being the major radius and the minor radiuses, pi being 3.142, we all know that. But this is a very balanced whole self-regulated system that the universe uses to create and here we can see some of the uh you know dynamics of the universe and the push and the pull on the universe um in time and space that the, the taurus creates and i think that's really cool um you have to think about it like that how do you know what we call physical matter how does it play into time and space how does it bend um, how does it create gravity or how is gravity used and how does gravity actually work? Do we really know? You know, those are really all great questions and, and trying to figure out uh, new technologies and new understandings that we can use um, so that we can benefit the whole society. So when we look at this Taurus, we see a sphere and it's really kind of connected by two vortexes. You know, a vortex is a, the swirling pull of water, like a big hurricane or something like that. But that, that sphere and, you know, looking from top to bottom and you can see the, the hole inside of it. You know, one of the things when I did, I think the last talk was inner earth. And we talked about how the inner earth, the dynamics work. I should have showed you guys a Taurus. I don't think I did. Um, but seeing that the universe creates these Tauruses, and we'll talk more about how many Tauruses the universe creates, but it would make sense that our earth would have some kind of cavity inside of it in these areas. And that's exactly what Einstein and other people said, you know, that in the top and the bottom of the poles, there were openings. And this would pretty much, you know, go right along with it. The earth is its own Taurus field. And I believe that it is. And we'll see more about that later. But this is the shape. It's the sphere with the vortexes connected where it's all pouring in to one centralized point, which is called the zero point. That point we will talk about much later. But, you know, a Taurus is an incredible thing because... What it's doing is, is it's putting out energy. You know, it's putting out energy. It's going out into the world. It's getting to know itself, and then it's coming back. So whatever we're putting back, we always, you hear that saying, 
know, what you put out is what you get back. And that's exactly true because that's exactly what a Taurus field is. And we are our own toroidal fields. So what we put out, your negative, positive emotions, love, hate, whatever, it's going to continue to swirl back into us. And this system is really, like I said, it's self-regulated. It's whole unto itself. It's balanced. Um, it's made of quantums. It's made out of the surroundings, but it's extinct within itself. And so again, this is um, this place in the middle where the Taurus, um, where the two vortexes meet, I think is um, an incredible a point to understand because there's a lot of a lot of stuff going on in the zero point. And I believe that's where we're actually going back to in time is back to the zero point. All time is circled back and swirled back around over and over again. That's why we find that resonance of clothes that people wear and the things that people are interested, you know, in apocalyptic times, they're always going to come back because, you know, the universe does that, you know, it swirls back onto itself and showing you the same things over again and then helps us with our karma as well. But definitely going up, going out, coming back in and, and balancing itself using that same amount of energy, always totally self-regulated. This is one of my favorite ones. Can just see it coming out and going down and coming back up. Very beautiful. I mean, just looking at this shape and this gift really is coherent to me. I hope it's very coherent to you because this is your body. This is, you know, the earth. This is a lot of things. And, um, you know, again, it really states the the laws that we've read in the Bible and other ancient texts telling us what we put out is what we could back. You know, this is the mathematical equation that proves it. And again, we are, we're all that too, but it's not just creating on this larger scale. The toroidal field is from the, the microcosm to the macrocosm. It's in all the things. I mean, when you look at the shape of an apple and the apple is literally like this sphere where you look at the top and it has a little core in it where the, where the stem's coming out of it. But even on the bottom of it, you've got this opening, you know, just like I'm saying the, the earth opens up, it's got this opening at the bottom. And then what's at the middle at the zero point is the seed. That, my friends, is an incredible part to realize, to understand. The seeds are in the middle, not just because that's where, you know, that's where it looks good. There's definitely a reason that the universe is creating these things. An apple, an orange, lots of fruits and stuff look exactly like this. Um, you look at this shape right here, you'll see that's the toroidal field around the earth. We call it the magnetosphere, but certainly, you know, it has its own toroidal shape. The way cell divide, cell division is a toroidal field. The Milky Way galaxy and how stars move in and out of the galaxy. When they move out, um, stars like Arcturus have gone out and they come back in and they're making cycles in the same energy pattern that the Taurus is. So no matter how big or small, the macrocosm to the microcosm, the toroidal field, the, tor the Taurus energy field is how the universe is creating life and physical matter all around us all the time. It creates our... Our poles or north and south poles, the galaxies, the galactic planes, cell division, the way trees, you don't even think about it, but a tree is definitely a torus with the you know, big part on the top coming out, weeping out, the roots in the bottom, it's sucking in the water, bringing it out to the leaves, you know, all that whole, the whole cycle is that. So again, you know, it's just an incredible, an incredible thing to understand. It's more than just a shape. It's more than just a cool design. And it's something, I, again, like I said, I wanted to bring to light. I wanted to talk about tonight because I think it's just very, very cool. Um, you got the vector equilibrium I'll talk about in a minute. But this it's also about the spiral. You know, we know about the spiral life. We know that the spiral and the Fibonacci sequence and the phi ratio, this is all how life is created. 
all these things are connected. They're branches of truth, right? And we can see that easily and plainly when we look at, you know, an ear or a pine cone or flowers or the human body. Um, even when you close your hands and you look into your hand, you have a spiral in your hand. That's because the ends of the fingers are 1.618 to the next piece and to the next piece. And so when we close our hands, you have a spiral in your hand. So the spiral life is that everything, our eyebrows and our nose are you know, usually 1.618 to the width of the mouth. And the more closely you are to that phi ratio, the more symmetrical you be and the more attractive a person is rated typically because they're more closely um, to the phi ratio. So this is all interconnected. These sacred geometry and sacred, sacred mathematics, I think this is what you know, our ancient ancestors were talking about Plato and Socrates, and, you know, they had these ancient mystery schools, and they were talking about these things to share. They're important, you know, and it's the same as their time as it is now. It's, it's absolutely as relevant now as it was thousands of years ago, and it's going to be relevant thousands of years into the future. And so again, you know, it's microcosm to macrocosm, the galaxy um, to the apple or, you know, a quantum, literally a quantum is, is a Taurus field. So the vector equilibrium, this is, so if you have the torus, this is the mathematical uh, geometry of the straight lines that fit inside of the uh, toral, toral field. And what I think is incredible about this, when you think about this, if the vector is straight lines and the torus is curve lines, to me, the curve lines are the feminine aspects of the universe and the straight lines are the masculine aspect of the universe, not one being better than the other equally needed, equally part of the same whole. But, um, you know, when you look at even just men in general, they're more straight, women are more curvy. Um, I tend to believe that the straight lines or the masculine, but putting them together makes one whole. But this is basically like the skeleton of the, uh, of the torus. So it's made of straight lines. It's perfectly balanced. It stabilizes the center. It's 12 equal energy lines. And it, and it basically creates a 64 tetrahedral geometry. The same 64 geometry is that same same geometry is everywhere that we see. So even in the seed of life, you can see how the vector equilibrium would fit perfectly in the seed of life. And so when we take that torus, we take the vector equilibrium, put them together. Here's your picture. It's all there. It's one whole energy source, energy field, energy creation, energy creator. Um, it's all of those things. This is it. This is what I believe can lead our civilization to free and clean energy, to extract energy directly from the ether so that, you know, we can have the things that we want. I mean, how many people are suffering right now because they don't have the water, the energy, the electricity and stuff that they need. This is it. I mean, these concepts are, have been all around the world for thousands of years, everywhere we look in plain sight, because, you know, people couldn't just talk about these things back in the day, just like you can't talk about certain things today. You couldn't talk about certain things in the past. So people had to hide these things in books and on you know pyramids and stuff like that um, for us to find later and to realize like, oh, these are things that they left for us. So you take that vector equilibrium, you take the flower of light or you take the torus, you put them together and then you take, you know, circles and put them around all the pyramidal structure from the vector equilibrium. And you got the flower of life. And this, obviously, if you haven't seen the Taurus before, if you haven't ever heard about the Vector Equilibrium, most of everybody watching has to have heard of the flower of life. The flower of life is a two-dimensional object 
of what I believe the torus is and the vector equilibrium all in one. And this is why you see this in so many new, uh, sometimes new age, but it's all obviously been around for all the ages and will continue to be around for all ages because it's timeless. This is this is truth in itself right here. This is a timeless sacred geometry um, that is for all of us. So it would make sense that this geometry would apply to everyone in the universe, pretty much. You know, everyone, you know. God speaks in numbers and mathematics to show us that there's a blueprint for the universe, that there's actual design. And I'm not saying God's outside the universe. I'm saying it's all one. Everything, everything is. So like I said, it makes sense that mathematics is the universal language, no matter what planet you're on, where you go, that makes the most sense to how we can communicate with each other. And so the Taurus and the flower of life are everywhere and almost every continent. And I imagine once the polar caps on Antarctica melt and we've there were pyramids on there. There'll be Tauruses and there'll be flower lives in those pyramids on, and on, in Antarctica as well. But from Turkey to Greek to anywhere you look, China, you're going to see the flower of life. It's everywhere. It's obvious that these people are, are putting it places, not just to look cool, but it has an obvious, incredible meaning. In fact, a lot of them probably built the pyramids in these places where these things are, the forbidden city and stuff with this technology. I mean, otherwise, there's really no way they could have built it. I mean, some of these, the, the stones that they're building in Egypt or they, they use for the pyramid, they're massive. And to be able to move these things and to um, cut and, and, and carve and move these stones that they build, I would assume that they, they had to have had this technology. So what's cool is this, the 64 geometry is everywhere. It's even in uh, different religions and, and it's hidden there, but it's plain in sight. So the Hebrew Kabbalistic tree of life, when you put six of these together, they create um, the same structure. They will create like a vector equilibrium. And so, you know, I, I don't have a picture of all six, but it's taken all those and put them together. It creates the exact same geometry that I showed you with the vector. Same thing with the I Ching. If you take, so the I Ching is 64 broken lines and straight lines. You can take all of these lines and put them together and they will create a vector equilibrium. Coincidence? I don't think so. You know what I mean? These incredible um, things that were passed down from these civilizations and, and still lasting today, you still see I Ching's everywhere, you know, um, they're there for a reason that, you know, they, they've survived the test of time because truth always survives the test of time, right? So the I Ching is based on the 64 hexagrams. You put them together, they'll create the tetrahedral crystal, you know, and just like DNA, DNA is 64 codons um encoded into our dna here's a cross section of the dna so literally our dna is based on the same 64 star tetrahedral geometry wow so that means you know we are the technology we're not just looking for the technology we literally ourselves are it game over right um so that would make sense why if aliens from other planets uh you know uh really relatives from other planets would come here and if we have, you know, governments and things that don't really cater to the people and cater to themselves instead, why they would communicate then in crop circles. I think crop circles are absolutely amazing. Um, and these kind of crop circles here, when they have these ma magnetic filaments in them and they're all laid down so that they can literally still be harvested when a man gets in there and they do the with the, with the uh, two by four and with the rope and they go around, they can't replicate that because all they're doing is stomping down. They break all the stocks. 
when these when real crop circles are done, literally the stalks are interlaid like a blanket or, or like a rug or something. They're laid down so that they're actually crossed over and making incredible geometry. And you find my magnetic filaments in it and all that kind of stuff. And um, when people walk in them, they say sometimes it's too overwhelming for some people to do. Some people say they have healings in them, but certainly they are coherent uh, uh, communications right? They're communicating to us, hey, use this, guys. You really need this. You guys really need to start using this. And so when you look at them, there are obvious toroidal patterns and toruses fields in these geometries of these um, crop circles. And these were made in obviously the dead of night with no tracks going in, um, hundreds of circles, perfectly made. You know, it just it's just a hard job to do, you know, for nobody getting any recognition for it. And, you know, obviously now, I don't know if you guys have seen, but there has been a video where somebody actually, I think this particular one in particular, this uh, crop circle I'm showing, where it shows the lights going by and then all of a sudden within seconds, the crop circle is there in form. Um, not something that anybody thinks was was faked, uh, especially back then when I think it was done in the 90s. But these crop circles are definitely showing Tauruses. And what I would like to suggest to people, here's another one, um, the Thrive movie, T-H-R-I-V-E, one of the greatest movies of all time. It's a little over two hours, but um, Foster Gamble, he definitely talks about this. He shows a lot of these pictures. And I didn't, I'm not going to show you guys a video for the sake of time, but his videos show these are two-dimensional. All these crop circles are two-dimensional pictures. His video shows these, these crop circles are three-dimensional videos and how they are Tauruses and how they are working. And if we looked at them like this, how they would be, the energy would be flowing through them. And I think that's absolutely incredible. No, I don't want to take anything away from him. So I'm just going to direct people to that video. It does tell you now, I watched that movie probably 11 years ago today. And I told Mike earlier, I've, I've watched that movie hundreds of times, especially the first hour or so. It's just absolutely incredible. After you get done watching, you just can't believe that that's been out for 11 years if you haven't seen it already. But it, it, it does. He really does show a really great way and they have a really a great understanding of the Taurus in that video, which I've used a few things, borrowed a few things, thanks, Foster, um, from him. And the Taurus and the way that these inner workings of the crop circles, you know, like I said, they are communicating to us because, you know, hey, man, we need some help, you know. And I think we could all say, yeah, we definitely need some help right now. And, and you know, it doesn't take much sometimes. It just takes a couple people sometimes to back things up, to focus our intention on things that are really important to change the world. And that's really all we need to do sometimes. You know, where our intention goes, energy flows. And so start putting your intention on things that matter. Stop getting so caught up in what the daily news tells you to be worried about or scared about. Get, get excited about the time period that we're in because we've all worked really hard and we've all lived many lifetimes to be where we are right now. Something to be incredibly thankful for. Um, and so here's one plain as day. That's the vector equilibrium in a crop circle, no doubt about it. You know, Foster has a video where he pulls it out, shows you 3D dimensional. That's the vector. Um, so they got toruses, they got vectors. They even had uh, aliens who have responded um, to crops, to messages we sent out in the space. So honestly, I think I'm super excited about the crop circle so much. Probably do a whole video about that next time. That might be my next place to go because I just... I think, you know, something I heard about back in the 90s, and this doesn't get any credit. They said two guys made it with a board and some ropes, and then you see what they made, you know, next to some of these, and it's just like, no way. 
And the crop circuits are getting more complex and more incredible. I just don't think people are making these things overnight in the dead of night, you know, and, and creating these things in the quickly the way they're doing it with magnetic filaments in it. And, uh, you know, like I said, anybody can make one, and, you know, it's not going to make somebody sick or lightheaded to walk in there, but these are all real things that are going on and happening. So this is a forbidden city in China. That's a food dog. He's guarding the forbidden city. And it's, and according to their legend, the food dog guards the knowledge under his paw. And when we get close and look under his paw, what does he got? That's a three-dimensional flower of life. He's guarding the, the knowledge, the technology, the flower of life underneath his paw, plain as day, super easy to see. Um, you know, it can't be more obvious than that. You know, he's guarding the knowledge under there. So it helps us see, you know, this Taurus, it's all the same thing. The Sri Yantra, the Merkaba, the Aura, you know, all of these things, you know, we start to realize slowly like, oh, it really is all the same thing. <laughs> It's all the same stuff, you know, it's just being used over and over again from the big to the little to the tall, to the small, all of it, you know, no matter where you look, you're going to see toral fields. That's just what the, the universe is literally a manufacturer of Tauruses. That's what it does all day long. It's creating them all day. And so I think the one of the most important things to realize is, okay, if it's making apples and oranges and planets and, and all the other things, then certainly we are our own little universe as well. And we know that the human being has a toroidal field around, around ourselves too. Um, where that toroidal field comes from, the heart. And the Heart Math Institute, you know, definitely shows us that. And that would be right there in the middle of the two vortexes. That is your zero point. It's just like the seed in an apple or the seed in an orange. It's in the exact same place. But we all have energy fields. Now, most of us might not look as good and perfect as this guy because a lot of us sometimes we're thinking negative thoughts. Um, we're allowing certain things to get to us, you know, and our, then our field shifts and it may not be perfectly centered and maybe, you know, drawn down a little bit. But, um, you know, I think, you know, we want to get back to get into a healthy field again, but it certainly can be affected by our emotions, our mental state. But as we start to really dive into our heart and let that blossom open. I think you really will find a lot of centering happening and a lot more uh, positive, beautiful energy flowing through you. So that's really important. But the electromagnetic field of the heart generates this torus all around us. And that's really, when you think about it, when you have a nice, healthy field around you, um, when someone says something about you, hey, you're ugly. You got a big field, big, nice, strong field. They're not penetrating that field. When your field is down because you're living in fear, you're living in worry, anxiety, your feels down. Someone shoots one of those lasers at you of negativity or, you know, I don't like you or you're ugly. Man, it really, that's when it hits you. That's when it sticks because your field's down. And if you really kind of put that to the earth right now, Mother Earth feels down because you got 8 billion people on the planet who are thinking negative thoughts or hating each other. You know, it's not just the wars that's going on in different places around the world. It's the wars that go on in our own homes. It's the fighting that happens at the dinner table. I mean, you know, how many, maybe thousands and, you know, thousands, tens of thousands, hundred thousand people are at war, but how many millions or billions of people are fighting around their dinner table right now? When we take our power back, when we realize, hey, man, the love that I make at my own dinner table or the hate that I create at my own dinner table can literally change the world, you start to really empower yourself. Like, man, I am part of the problem. I'm not part of the solution. I want to be part of the solution. So maybe I should make peace with my parents, with my coworkers, with the people that I, you know, go to church with, the people I go to 
go hiking with, whatever it is, um, holding grudges, let them go. Uh, that is creating more of what we really honestly don't want to see in the world. We have to take responsibility. Each of us puts that into the field that we're literally all connected, right? We all have hearts. We all have total fields. Our hearts are always speaking to each other. And um, our energy is always speaking to each other and this planet and how we resonate with each other. So we all affect everybody. We all affect each other, you know, and you feel that when you meet someone uh, instantly, your heart picks up those feels that people are that people are emitting. And it's really important to, you know, understand that your heart is feeling things and emotions and, and, and um, energy before the brain's even thinking. Many Heart Math Institute studies show that the heart is able to pick up things and respond before a picture is even shown on the computer screen. The brain hadn't even seen it yet. The heart's already already emitting either, you know, different things because of it. Like if they show a scary picture on the, on the screen or a happy, loving picture, your heart's already either beating faster are more common because of picture before it comes up. Your heart is that much more intelligent than the brain is. And the heart field around the body is much more powerful and 5,000 times stronger magnetically, 100 times stronger electrically than the, than the brain is. So your heart is much more stronger than the brain in that way. And so again, if we're all little Tauruses and we're all affecting each other and we all link up, man, that's super empowering and incredible. That means we're as strong as our weakest link, right? That's a real saying that really matters because we all link up. When our hearts are in coherence with each other and our brains, we all link up. We have a magnetic transfer of energy throughout the entire planet that can literally lift the collective consciousness. I don't even know if I could want to say that in the same sentence that just came from above, but it's true. It's super true, right? When we're linked together, there's nothing, no force that can stop us. There is no darkness that can get past that incredible wall of light. When we link together, we are all total fields linking together or not linking together. If you are disassociated with everybody because you don't like yourself or you don't loving yourself, or you feel like you just, no one wants to talk to you and you're just stuck in your room, you know, like, man, you're not linking up. You can be linked up at home without even, you know, obviously without even seeing anybody, when your heart is feeling that coherence, that love, that vibrant energy, you're linking up all around the world with everybody else's too. And, you know, only going to take a few of us for this to snowball into a world that really works for us and resonates with, 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 with us. Because a few people have intention. And that's all it takes a lot of time is really direct intention, ceremonies and rituals and things where people are doing these things, a small amount of people link up together to create a world that works for them. So it only takes a small amount of us to link up with a world that, that is reflected by love, by unconditional pure love, where we truly love each other, we care about each other. And that, that force literally will change the world. It doesn't matter male or female, what you want to call yourself. All that matters is that each of us is a human being with a heart, period. And when we have coherence with each other, that will raise the collective vibration, the collective consciousness to a level that the things that we're seeing on this planet, war and famine, will no longer be. They will almost overnight, it could be, just kind of dissipate and disappear and transfer. I, people don't realize how fast things can happen. It can happen extremely fast. So each of us is so important to realize who we are, how powerful that we are. And we're all capable of. And when we link together, there really is nothing that can stop us. So last last comment about the Taurus. So if all of us are Tauruses, everything we see is a Taurus almost, then time has to be flowing through this toroidal pattern. 
Now, like I said earlier, as time is moving out, getting to know itself, understand itself, and come back and bring that back to the one, back to the zero point, then we are no doubt about it. It's more obvious than ever. All I have to do is step outside uh, or, you know, just look, check within sometimes. We are in that center of the vortex and we are spiraling down and getting to that zero point. And as we spiral down, it seems that time is going by faster, right? It seems like every single day goes by just a little bit faster. And it's not really that time is speeding up, but there's so much when we're up here, it's like, you know, a lifetime a thousand years ago, a conversation that you might have or someone that you might meet, you know, an understanding that you may realize might take a lot longer. When you get down here into the nitty gritty, you can have a conversation with somebody in five minutes. That's mind blowing. And you can learn so much that would have taken you lifetimes in the past to realize. And eventually you did in the past. And that's why you're having that five minute conversation where mind is blown and someone says some of the Taurus or flower of life or you know, aliens or crop circles or whatever it is, we are in that, we are in that center of that vortex. So everything is all tight. Everything is, you know, spiraling up into a tight, tight ball almost. And so everything is happening, seemingly happening like faster, quicker. And it seems like every day is going by faster and faster and faster because we're having so many realizations, you know, we're, we're taking in a whole lot more. We're becoming aware a lot faster than we were a thousand years ago or 10 years ago. I can tell you the conversations I have now with people, even people I first meet or barely, you know, barely have ever talked to can go much deeper than someone I know for 10 years, 10 years ago. We never had a conversation that deep. Of course, you know, then that reflection on myself too. But I mean, aren't you all feeling that? Aren't we all realizing that? Like everything seems to be moving quicker. Everything seems to have more realization to it, more awareness to it everywhere we go. So if that's true, we are moving to a zero point where what happens in the zero point, the energy of the seed, the rebirthing, what is there in the middle that creates new life, new, new birth, uh, the technology in the seed itself, right? That um, if we only knew the power of a seed, you know, that's what when that Christ said uh, when they fell down in the water, he said, you know, ye of little faith, if you only had the power, the, 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 the faith, the faith of a mustard seed, you know, you could do all the things I'm doing and greater things too. That codes are there. And I do believe we are very close to the zero point where things will happen much quicker, much faster. The prophet, the prophecies, the great purification is here. I believe if you think it's the end of the world, you might actually experience that exact uh, fate. But if you believe that this is a new way of living, a new world, a new age will emerge right here before our own eyes. You could be a part of that as well, that we will soon live on this planet in a way we've only dreamed about, in a way that we've heard about in places like Atlantis, Lemuria, um, High Brazil, um, all these different incredible places that have existed long ago. And I believe we're going to get back there very soon. But we have to see past what's right in front of us see past this you know illusion right it's just an illusion of fear it's just all around us right be afraid look down don't even look up but we know that this is just an illusion that people make we can see into that we can see past that our awareness and our awakening state that we're in we're waking up we're seeing past the you know this 
vortex of just lies and deceit and something that somebody's really trying hard for us not to wake up. And I think that's incredible. Like we're all sitting here having a conversation about some incredible things and we're really waking up hard. Right. And people, they say, you got to put, they put stuff in our air and they put stuff in our food and they put, yeah. And guess what? We're still waking up and we're still going to wake up. We're going to keep doing it. You know what I mean? We're still awakening and we're going to wake into more of our brilliance, more of our understanding, download more technology understandings. We're going to download more awareness. Um, and so that's very exciting to think about, you know, to get out of what everybody's been telling you, this illusion of, of fear that surrounds us all, you know, like this matrix of energy that's just like, you know, is it really real? You know, and you poke through it and you see beyond it and you're like, oh, I can see through the veil. I can see all this crap. I can, and I can realize there's a whole lot more out there that somebody's trying to keep us from it. And so I'm, I'm incredibly thankful for every single one of you that are here tonight to be with us, to take your time. And people who watch this video later on, you take your time to watch this because you really are changing the world. You may not think it, but it really is happening. As we have these conversations, as we dare to be our true self, we dare to be our great greatness. We dare to be in our own brilliance um, in our own magnificence and realizing that we're all geniuses in some way. That's incredibly daring and courageous in a time where deceit is everywhere, to be honest, to be truthful. I don't, I, I don't know if you realize this, but I think just being honest every day, no matter what it is, is something that changes the world greatly. It changes my world all the time. I realize when I just tell the truth, no matter what, it usually stops people in their tracks, no matter what they can't like make fun of me or say anything to me. I'm like, I just be honest all the time. And I feel like it just, it breaks down barriers. It breaks down walls that nothing else does. Just being honest in yourself. If you do anything, um, if you get anything from tonight, take that. Yeah. Be just to be honest and be truthful and try to be in that brilliance of yourself all the time. And no reason to be scared of it. No reason to continue to play small, right? We are magnificence created into these human bodies. And we're way more than that. Our souls are way more than that. Um, they extend beyond everything. So tonight, I just want to say again, thank you guys for being here. Each and every single one of you is a total field of energy. And you get to decide what you want to do with that Taurus, what you want to do with that energy, where your attention is going to go. Is it going to go on? what you don't want to talk, what, what you don't like, what you don't want to see in the world, or what God said, being the change that we want to see. It really starts with each and every one of us. The change that we want to see has always been a Buddha or a Krishna or a Gandhi or John Lennon or uh, Mother Teresa or Mary Magdalene or any of these beautiful people. Anybody, any of us can do it. There's nobody that's ever walked the face of the earth that's better than you, that has more anything that you got. They got the same heart, the same brains, their souls are made of the same stuff. Each and every single one of us, we're all that. No one's, no one's better than us. No one can ever be better than you. I think the only difference between someone like us and Jesus was Jesus learned how to use that brain of his. He learned how to use that heart of his. He learned how to love people unconditionally, no matter where they were right here now, how you are right now. I see you in your highest, your highest light, your highest self. I see it already. I know it. I feel it. And I think that's how he created miracles. And I think we can do all those things too. We can do all those things and greater things. And um, I think that's something that each and every one of us has to start to believe a little bit in ourselves, that we can all do these things too. So tonight, I just want to say again, thank you guys all for being here. Ascension Works platform for having me, each and every single one of you for bringing your mind and your hearts, your open mind and your open hearts. I'm so incredibly grateful for every single one of you that watched this video who are here tonight. I just want to say that the 
the magnificence and the brilliance and the soul in me sees, honors, and recognizes the brilliance, the magnificence, the divine in each and every single one of you. Namaste.